1: I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And
0: I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neo Modern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. (laughs)
1: Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm good. Good. Have a good week? I did. I had a really nice week. Um, Been working on taking more pictures. I know we talked about black and white. And um, so I actually found that was really helpful. Uh, Just even taking some of the the pictures, I was trying to wait for them. And then the ones that I liked, I was putting filters on and um, trying to play with, I mean, nothing advanced, but, you know, Inkwell is amazing. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was was great. I feel like uh, I started to see things almost like through my eyelashes, you know, kind of like when you squint, you sort of see them more abstracted. Oh, that's nice. And uh, it helped a little bit. But I I feel like when I'm shooting and I'm taking pictures, I'm trying to decide what pictures to like edit, like what what doesn't make the cut? What ones don't I work on? I know you've talked a lot about like the importance of the edit. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for me on that? You know, uh,
0: it's funny. People think that photography is about the taking of the pictures. Yeah. And I kind of come to this place that you know it used to be because because taking a picture and editing and picking which things that you printed to decide what you were looking at was all kind of tied together. You needed to print it to to know what you did. Right. But nowadays you don't have to, and it's so there's no cost to taking pictures. You just take, yeah. take pictures all day, and I think people take tons and tons of pictures and don't do any of that thing that photographers used to always do, which is yeah. go through your pictures, pick out the ones you're going to print and which are decent and and then look at those and decide what you're going to show people. And, right. and it's another, it's a couple subsets of what you shot. And I think it's a problem. Yeah. I, and, and I say this often, but I would say it's not photography if you don't print it. Mm-hmm. It's not because, it's not just because I think it's important that you have a physical object, although I do think that's important, but the the labor involved in getting something printed is non-trivial, you know, and that selection's important. Dang it. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Anyway, I, I, so, um, it brings a couple things to mind that I kind of wanted to lay out here. And the first is, you know, there's this idea in literature in called synecdoche and it's kind of, it's a Greek word and in literature, it means that a part of something represents the whole of something, mm-hmm. and there's lots of examples. You could say, "Oh, the Pentagon today is deciding whatever," but we don't. We're not. We don't mean the Pentagon building is doing something. Right? Or, or it's it represents mm-hmm. this this thing. So a synecdoche is this. Uh, it's a literary thing, mm-hmm. but I think that it's the very essence of photography. Hmm. And it, what it means to us as photographers is that you do not need to take pictures of everything in your life. Right. You're not here to document every second that's happening. If you did, you'd never be able to look at it. You'd spend your whole life looking at your whole life, right? right. There's a Stephen Wright joke that uh, he, has a, he has a map of the United States that's actual size. And, of course, the joke is sort of, where do you keep it? (laughs) (laughs) And that's the way I feel about people's photography. They take pictures of everything. Here's my meal. Here's us sitting here. Here's everything we did. Here's our vacation. And there's lots of pictures of our vacation. And no one wants to see that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost like the idea of just, I mean, seeing a a picture of something, and that is so much better than a video. It can be so much more impactful.
0: Absolutely. And why is that? Like, the video is more real. Like, it gives you a better sense of what was really going on, if if that's a word real right but i i think that this idea that the photographer's job is not just the clicking of the button and taking a picture Mm -hmm. but deciding uh, we talked about this a little last week uh, you know it's this weird abstract thing it's just this tiny little slice of time it's a tiny little slice of space and i'm using that little thing to represent something much larger so if i'm taking a picture of you for example yeah A beginner might step back and get this kind of wide shot with you fully lit, and there's you sitting there. That's a picture. And and if I move a little bit to my left, you look pretty over here, too, and I'll take a picture like that. And, oh, if I move to my right. And I end up with lots of really interesting pictures of you. But Synecdoche would say, first of all, you only get one. I don't need 10 pictures to represent you. I can do it in one. And what is the one picture that represents you? And I might think that's the wide shot of you most completely seen. But maybe that doesn't characterize you perfectly. Maybe the way your hand is on your leg Mm -hmm. or the way your earrings sort of dangle or when you're backlit in a certain way, your silhouette Is really what you're like. Like that's the way. Maybe the light through your hair is really cool. And and so I'm paying attention to details. They're parts. They're parts of not just of your you physically, but parts of the time we spent together. It's just Mm -hmm. a moment. And I think that. When I'm on a vacation, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to shoot all the time. I don't want to walk around and experience this trip behind my camera. Yeah. So I pull it out for one afternoon, one little trip, hike we took or something like that. And the pictures from that hike will be representative of our entire vacation. Yeah. And so that's the idea of synecdoche, that you, whether it's just a, a, a moment represents a whole week. Yeah. Or whether a tiny part of your body represents all of you. Um, that's the job. That's the fun, I would say, in photography is figuring out those little moments. So when people come to, uh, come to us at Neo Modern with the mm-hmm. pictures of their wedding and they've got a thousand pictures, right? <laughs> it's, it is like a piece of work to go through them and like, well, there's tons of beautiful. It's not about which is the good picture. Right. It's what do I think? It,
1: I'm what, gonna, is what is that moment that is like, is the sort of the synthesis of everything?
0: Yeah. And uh, I used to think I was going through those thousand pictures trying to find that iconic, perfect picture. Yeah. And the truth is it doesn't exist. There's going to be a bunch of very good pictures. Uh You could take all bunch of them and put them on Facebook or print them out. But the act of picking one... Mm -hmm makes it iconic. You ascribe that iconicity. If that's yeah. the word. <laughs> I'm going to, with it, yes. Yeah, I'll take yes, it, it, it too. <laughs> you you make it that by choosing it. It doesn't mean it was the best one necessarily. It right. among a number of good options, but you now have brought it out from the stack. That's your go-to picture. That's the icon of your wedding, of your relationship, of your summer, of your father, of whatever the thing is. Yeah. And I think that's a really important part of photography. And it's one of the reasons why it's so important that people print their pictures. They are making that decision. It's making it iconic. And they will love it more for having done that piece of work.
1: I I really love that. It reminds me, um, one of my best friends met her husband uh, in Paris. They were actually at a party. And he, as the story goes, he saw her from across the room. And he didn't see all of her. All he saw were her hands. And she was, like, getting a drink from a punch bowl or something like that. But it was that moment that he saw her hands and he, like, fell in love with her. Oh. And so when he, so French, right? So sweet. And so um, it was actually, uh, she had a photographer take a picture of her hands at their, like, one of their anniversaries. And he cried. He's like, this is, you know, like, this is so beautiful. This is so meaningful. But it's, it sounds like exactly what you're saying. Like, that is her um, iconostrophy, which is. Like, <laughs> that is not a yeah. word. I am nearly <laughs> certain like, that is not Hard <laughs> line on that. Um, no, but th- that was kind of like that the, that element, that piece of her that represented the whole in his mind. That's
0: so cool. I, I think that, I mean, photography has this capacity to sort of like a, be a Xerox of the world. It's this super accurate sort of grabbing of something. And I choose... I, I make a couple decisions. Uh, for me, photography is a hobby. It's not my career. I'm mm-hmm. not. No one's paying me to go out and take pictures of the football team or right. whatever the thing is. I I carry my camera around and I like capturing my world. Right. right. So it's it's a game. Mm-hmm. I think, for lack of a better term, if it's not your job, it's a game of yeah. some sort. Can I choose a moment? You know, remember there's those those synectiki types of questions. Absolutely. And I also. Think of it like a little gestural poem. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's just a little thing. If I could sketch, it would be a little sketch, right? right. But I can't sketch. I can't draw for <laughs> shit, right? So, so I take a picture. But you can paint with light. But I can paint with light, and so I think probably the closest analog would be a haiku. Mm-hmm. It's and it's not that it's necessarily poetry, although that's a sweet way to think about it. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, this construct that has. I would say artificial constraints. I give myself artificial constraints. We talked the other day about black and white. There's nothing... Black and white isn't better than color. It's Mm -hmm. not worse. It's just another thing. It's Mm -hmm. sort of like saying, is is iambic pentameter better than a (laughs) rhyming scheme? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they all work. (laughs) Right.
0: Okay? And so I think that... I I choose these totally artificial constraints. One is I want to compose in frame. Mm -hmm. I don't want to crop it. Mm It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with people who crop their pictures. I just... The game for me is can I pull it off in the frame as I see it? Yeah. Yeah. Black and white is a constraint. Not that making them candid. Not saying, "Hey, everyone, look over here!" <laughs> right. Like it's it's just a different. It's a game I play, and I have many pictures that aren't those things. Mm-hmm. But I think less of them a little bit. They didn't. I, I wasn't able to pull them off given the constraints I want. Yeah. And so when I go to a party or I go with my friends somewhere. I'm like the guy with a sketchbook, and I make little caricatures, and then and then I hand it to you, and it's delightful for me. It's like here's a little fun picture of you when you were sitting there. Exactly. That's what I like to do. I like to take I pictures. I capture this moment. I captured you in this cool little way, mm-hmm. and it's black and white, and it's uncropped, and it's candid, and uh, and I think it's sweet. And here. Yeah. And I move on, and then you just go on. They're not. They don't have a ton of weight. <laughs> They're just light. And fun, and it's a delightful thing. That's what photography is to me.
1: What would you recommend for someone sort of starting out as, like, um, they want to start to gamify their photography? Mm -hmm. Um, What would be kind of, like, maybe the first constraint to start with? We talked about black and white, or is it—or do you do them one at a time? Like, how did you— I'd say not cropping. I'd say practice
0: practice composing in the frame. Okay. You know, you look—you've got this square you're putting around stuff. Yeah. And— uh and we also talked a little bit about like getting that composition right and then waiting practicing right. waiting mm-hmm. um those are things i think are where i would get into it you don't have to start in black and white I, that maybe that's more advanced mm-hmm. but i do think this idea that shedding this feeling that you're using your photography to document yeah you know uh, it, it's a natural instinct we all have this incredible scanning device in mm-hmm. our pockets right but but we don't need 8 trillion pictures of everything we experience all the time, every everywhere we go. So I think what we're going to start to see is now that it's so easy to take great pictures, mm-hmm. that maybe people will relax a little bit right. and treat this as a hobby. I mean, photography has been a great hobby for decades, where people just love getting into learning to see and making yeah. these little things. And I think that that would be starting to think of it as that I'm taking my camera out because I want to try making a little poem. That's my point. I'm not trying to take a picture of my dinner Mm -hmm. or of myself. I'm trying to think about how I can do something in a real personal way. How can I see this in a way that no one else is going to see this? And that is going to take some practice. You get better Mm -hmm. at it. But it isn't just shooting pictures randomly. It's about give yourself some constraints and see what you can do within those constraints.
1: Like take, you know, you can take as many pictures as you want, but maybe one picture of that night and that's that has to represent the entire experience and i would say
0: that is the homework assignment for you it's like you take as many pictures as you want of whatever the thing is but at the end of the day pick one
1: all right i like it all right yep thank you i
0: can't wait to see what you do (laughs) me too all right i'll see you later
1: thanks